0: okay (laughs) i'm nervous
1: why are you so nervous
0: because i don't know you said don't say anything that would incriminate yourself
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) welcome to the cooler conversations podcast i'm your host tyler smiley today's guest is a Soon to be graduate of the University of Kentucky, she's traveled abroad. She's living life in Kentucky. This is Sarah Song Tran. What's up, Sarah?
0: Hey, Tyler.
1: So I feel like we need to talk about this before we even get into the podcast. Um, so before you got on the podcast, your mom hit a trash can with the car. What's up? With
0: yes, that? yes, she did. Um, you know, it was just the trash can was on the side of the road. Um, uh, but I don't. I guess she just decided, hey, we're going to play GTA today and just hit it.
1: Like, for anyone that doesn't know, I've been in the car with Lisa. And um, she doesn't do a very good job of not playing to the stereotype of an Asian woman driver.
0: Yes, you are right. Yeah.
1: Where? So where was the trash can?
0: It was on the side of the road.
1: She just ran into it.
0: Yes. She was like, I didn't see it and um now i have a scratch on my card thank you uh lisa
1: because we were supposed to start this podcast who knows like 30 minutes ago and yep we just ran out <laughs> of trash cans yes does it make you question why you even come home from college
0: it does sometimes it's, it's i'm like oh, i need a i need a good getaway from college life you know come home to Owensboro but I think Owensboro is more hectic with my three-year-old brother and Lisa and her character as you know.
1: Do you this is is this kind of really the the bulk of it I wanted to get into. Um, So you came home from university what changes are you running into because I've talked to a lot of people who are really affected by COVID what's it like on campus what's the mindset of kids these days during covid
0: for right now at uk we're a pretty big campus we have about thirty thousand students and it has changed the campus just college aspect everything is basically zoom um if you go on campus it's not the same feeling as it was before where you know it felt like there was college students around you it just feels empty when i'm on campus because, you know, most classes have transferred online or hybrid are on campus. You have to be wearing your mask at all times, six feet apart, hand sanitizers. Um, UK, a set of venues outside where like students can sit and study. And basically, it just feels really eerie. Um, it definitely feels like there is a pandemic going on. And I feel like that can be really hard for college students because they're not getting that experience, really. It's just more of like, oh, like just Zoom classes at home. That's the same thing I could be doing instead of paying for a dorm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Do you guys, is there an overall like opinion that you guys question why you even pay for university if you're just doing it on Zoom?
0: Oh, definitely. I feel like, um, that colleges need to operate to really get their revenue and if they didn't then um, basically they wouldn't be um, gaining any profit and for college students they do question like why am i like supposed to be on campus paying for a dorm paying for their meal plan paying tuition um for online you know i could do the same thing at home then be on campus
1: so it's a it's a completely different setting I imagine because this is your what your senior year
0: yes I graduate this fall
1: so is it more of a stand of relief because college really isn't anything as opposed to your senior year supposed to be your fun year
0: yeah I it's not really a sign of relief I do miss like you know, being able to go to class and seeing people, and it just feels really different from the last, you know, three and a half years that I've been at UK. Um, I wish that it wasn't like this, but I guess I'm gonna have to make the best of it um, because this is my last semester, uh, and the semester's ending early too. So usually we end um, the third week of this semester. We end the first week of December. They cut okay. the semester short. Yeah.
1: So, aside from going home and having your mom run trash cans over, what, is, what do college kids do these days?
0: Uh, Honestly, as a senior, I don't get into the same, I don't have the same mindset as freshmen, you know? They're like, yeah, like, I'm excited, I want to make friends, and I just want to meet people, go to parties and stuff. As a senior, I'm kind of like, okay, I've made the friends that I've had, I just want to... Get you know, go out, get good grades, and graduate without any any complications. Basically, um, and such a nerd and, answer, Sarah. <laughs> I know, but I'm 22. <laughs> I'm 22. Like, I, 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 the my wild phase, I guess, is over. Um, I make I I make it sound like I'm like really old, but I'm really just 22 still. But Tyler, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Do you so i you were in uh south korea
0: heck yeah when, when
1: this first started right
0: <laughs> yes uh the literally south korea was second to china um during the Feb- february march
1: what was the what was the lockdown experience like that where they just like get on the airplanes go go go
0: Honestly, when I was in Korea, it didn't feel like a pandemic was occurring. And it didn't feel like it definitely didn't feel like South Korea was like the second most cases to China. You know, yeah. everyone of, of course, like in Asian culture, people already wear their mask, you know, so it didn't feel any different. Um, the only thing was that when I was in Korea, uh, you would get text alerts, which was awesome. You get text alerts of like the nearest COVID cases, the nearest outbreak. Um, And it started getting more surreal when uh, the U.S. declared South Korea as, like, travel advisory, level two, level three. And that's basically when every study abroad program um, was getting canceled and students were having to get sent home because of COVID-19.
1: Okay. So it it was really the tail end, though, for you, correct?
0: Yeah. Because I was in Asia for six months. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's
1: right. What was, what's the biggest difference? This is one big question I had with Korea is, does it, what's the culture like with people? Or what is the talk of locals like? Cause you literally are like where you were, you were like less than 20, 30 miles. I don't even know how distance from like one of the craziest dictators of all time. So is there like an ominous presence at all times?
0: No, there isn't. So I actually spoke to, like, my Korean um, mentors uh, about this. And they basically say because North Korea and their dictator literally make threats, it's nothing unusual, you know? Yeah. It's just like, oh, they're like, okay, I'm going to just go on and live with my life. It's nothing. They don't see it as I'm, – I'm not going to speak on behalf of, like, all of Korea, of South Koreans. But, like, just from what I hear, like, they just live their life. It's not – If they lived in fear every day, I don't think that, you know, it would be just like, just normal, you know, and like, they just have to take it as it goes, you know.
1: Is there a little bit of that that you think Americans should do right now?
0: Um, Having the Korean.
1: of like so they're living with a constant threat like every day. So it's just like, you know what, today's a good day. I'm just gonna deal with it as is, like you said. And Americans now we're like constantly on the verge of I mean, you're an American, us. We <laughs> we, we sit here and almost sit here and like we're constantly pelting ourselves with like the mainstream chaos and we let it get to us, you know what oh, I mean? Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Um well, in, when in terms of speaking about like North Korea making threats against South Korea, that's a different kind of fear that's implemented into South Korea. I mm-hmm. feel like with Americans, with the pandemic, there is, uh, it's definitely politically and socially driven as well. Um, I feel like people view the pandemic either, oh, like, we have to live with our normal lives, we just have to keep going, or they're just like, Like, we have to be, you know, careful. We have to be resilient. And we have to, you know, um, take precautions. And I feel like there is no black and white with Americans. There's so many diverse opinions that it's hard to really say, like, what Americans are truly, you know, view that threat as.
1: Yeah, completely understand. So, what do you think for you individually outside of the pandemic outside of the the chaos what is your what was the biggest takeaway that you got from being in another country and, an, and other because you were in japan too yeah what is, what is the biggest takeaway because a lot of people especially in owensboro or anywhere mm-hmm. that's small town america they barely leave their county let alone their country
0: yeah. honestly i because i lived in basically in another country for a few months it just really opened my eyes to different different ways of cultures and living and you know living in kentucky i was basically surrounded by you know um the typical americans you know and it's just like in my own bubble yeah and when i lived in korea i was like wow this is like rejuvenating like seeing all these kinds of people not even just korean people like people from europe people from Australia, people from Japan. And with their different ways of thinking, it really opened my eyes. Like there's so much more than just my bubble and being worried for my own concerns when there are so many different types of people out there that I could be learning from and taking these resources and implementing into my daily life.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was there anything that you saw overseas that you were like, whoa, glad I'm an American.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, um. I think when it came to like, South Korea still has their conservative kind of ways of thinking. I don't think that they're as liberal or not liberal, but they're outspoken as Americans are. And -hmm. sometimes I'm like, wow, like, I'm glad that I'm an American because I'm basically having I have to I have my own opinions and I can be free and um, not be discriminated against you know Um, especially in Korea right now they don't have any LGBTQ rights you know you can't even get married you can't even adopt and that when I think of that I'm like wow I'm glad an American even though America barely you know it's just like it just they just passed they just legalized marriage a few years ago but still you know we made more progress than South Korea, Vietnam and Japan.
1: Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Do you find, do you think that you'll be uh, taking not just trips, but do you think you'll end up living abroad?
0: Mm, I've thought about it. I think I would like to live abroad for a few years, but I don't think that will be my permanent home because I think America, I will always view America as home to me. Um, you know,
1: yeah. Do you think that has to do with the fact that you yourself are a uh, a child of immigrants?
0: Yes. Um, you know, being born here, I I feel like compared to when I visit Vietnam, I feel like I'm very privileged that I was born in America, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Vietnam is still like a developing country, but I've seen the way that, you know, my family and lives and just like the people around them uh, i think that i'm definitely privileged to live in america even though sometimes i'm just like oh i wish i could leave america but really i do have a lot of um i do have more what is it like more opportunities compared to if i lived in vietnam
1: yeah i think i, like, I think we a lot of a lot of us get that way as we we like to we like to pelt where we live kind of as like, a oh, man, this place sucks, as opposed to appreciating that, though, it's not the the ideal perfect place. It might be the best place for us.
0: Yeah, exactly. And plus, like I'm American, so like I obviously been raised born and raised here. So it's what I'm used to. Yeah. I'm most comfortable here. Yeah.
1: 'Cause people would people would get really upset if you're running into trash cans and other places in the world.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> like dang, dang Lisa. <laughs> all
1: right. So here's one question I have, because I've talked a little bit with your sister about it. What is what's the reason <laughs> that your parents came here?
0: Just like every um I'm not speaking on behalf of all immigrants, but you know, to seek better opportunities and You know, they were living in Vietnam and they weren't able to get as uh, much opportunities as they could in America. And, you know, Asian people have more of like that collective mindset instead of individualistic mindset. And so they're like, I want to, you know, work hard, make money and support my family. And that's why my parents came here to support their family and build their own family and be able to support, you know, their children, which they have.
1: Yeah, I think that's another thing I, I noticed about the Vietnamese culture is, especially with visiting you guys, that y- it's not just blood relatives. close. Yeah. There. It's literally yeah. everybody next of kin, you know?
0: Yep. It's very like, it's more like family oriented, you know? Um, I know some some of my friends were like, oh yeah, I'm 18, I'm going to move out, live my best life. And Vietnamese like oh you don't move out until you get married
1: yeah are you gonna do that too
0: (laughs) (laughs) no no that's the American mindset in me I'm like yeah I love my family I would love to stay close with them but I I cannot live with them until I get married yeah and who's to say I am getting married Tyler
1: (laughs) whoa okay okay. whoa (laughs) whoa Do you think, uh, yours, your parents, uh, grit as immigrants because immigrants in themselves, when they come to America tend to have a, uh, a higher work capacity than people who have been here for generations. Do you think that has any impact on your work ethic when it comes to schooling and looking for a job?
0: Oh, definitely. I've built this mindset and I create this like pressure and it's not even my parents, um, pressure me. I create this pressure to be successful and to be able to provide for my parents. And it, it, it carries with me every day. And it's always in the back of my mind in whatever that I want to pursue. And I'm like, Oh, I want to do this because I want to support my family. And sometimes, yeah, that's a great mindset to have, but sometimes it does take a toll on myself. Yeah. And like it's okay to be like, "Oh, I want to do this for me instead of my family, and I have to realize that sometimes, and it's hard because I just have that mindset, that traditional you know immigrant mindset where I want to provide for my family and really I'm not looking forward to like working on myself or being happy for myself. It's, it's usually like, I'm thinking for others, especially my little brother, he's three years old. And I'm already thinking about how I'm going to save money so he can go to college one day. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. a, it's very interesting. Yeah. It's because most of us, the Americanism is individuality and, you know, trying to branch off and immediately leave, but you're, it's almost like you're fighting the, Two sides of both of your systems, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a hard medium, is what yeah. I have to say. Yeah.
1: What college do you think uh, young Peter is going to go to? Harvard University. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay.
0: I'm just kidding. I don't honestly don't know. Um,
1: he's going to be a bro. You know it.
0: And he's totally going to be a bro. He t- today he um he he came up to me. He's like, "What's up, bro?" And I was like, "I had no idea where you learned that from."
1: Oh yeah. He's going to be like he's going to be into like drifting cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like so like Asian American boy of him. I could totally see him doing that. You know, but he's such a he's such a dweeb. He loves like Pokémon. He loves like collecting like turtles and bugs.
1: I knew I knew several people that were into that too.
0: Yeah, he's a dinosaur dude.
1: Okay. Okay. So he'll be a paleontologist.
0: Of course. Yep. That's what he's going to be.
1: So outside of Owensboro, combining your entire entity of wanting to travel and everything, what's the next move after college? I know this is probably the most hated question
0: to college Uh, graduates, but Tyler, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. Um, Okay. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, Twee, your girlfriend, my sister, she mm. texted me yesterday. She said, hey, you want to move to Colorado before you go to grad school? I was like, heck yeah. yeah. Why not? What's stopping me?
1: <laughs> is that where you would want to go?
0: I wouldn't mind honestly. Yeah, Colorado is beautiful. When did you
1: go to Colorado?
0: I went on a cross-country road trip, remember? I went uh, with my friend Connor and his sister after her, her um, his sister graduated and we drove like To all these different states across the country in a rental car.
1: Okay. So you're just not feeling like Midwest, Southern states. You want to go to the exotic areas.
0: (sighs) I've lived I consider Kentucky it's not a southern state, but it's definitely southern culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. And I've I've lived in North Carolina, I lived in Indiana, I've lived in Virginia, I lived in Kentucky. And I feel like I just need to branch out. Yeah. Um, I've lived in like the Midwest area, Midwest, South, South areas. And I've always like, I'm accustomed to it. So I want to do something different.
1: It sounds like you need to move somewhere near the ocean.
0: Definitely. I would love that.
1: You know who has an ocean? North Carolina.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I do love, I do love North Carolina. It's beautiful. (laughs)
1: Honestly, knowing you, I could see you not in near the ocean. I could see you in freaking Atlanta.
0: Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Georgia's yeah. beautiful. But that's south. I literally said I don't want to live south.
1: Well, then you're up in North Dakota.
0: Okay. <laughs> North, South Dakota. That's Montana. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, it sounds like, like I, I, it's really tough, I feel like, for college kids. Because, like, there's... You don't, like, I don't even know what to do. I mean, I've made a podcast because I don't know what to do. I mean, I can only imagine getting a degree and then going, well, shit.
0: Well, (laughs) we graduated in the middle of a pandemic shit, you know, with all the pressures of graduating and finding a job already on top of pandemic, a little sprinkle of Corona. um, Yeah, it is very worrying, but I feel like, um, I have to take it day by day. Um, if I don't, I will seriously, you know, freak out.
1: Where does your curiosity take you? Like outside of what you have your degree in, where does your curiosity take you?
0: Honestly, right now, my curiosity takes me to somewhere I can work with people, and I love—I've always loved working with people, and especially in the healthcare field, you know, because I've volunteered, worked with students, and. Korea um, and I think that just like that experience of um, just being with people and being able to support and help them, I think that is basically the number one goal when it comes to finding a job
1: so it's gonna be healthcare for you
0: yeah for sure
1: okay, okay so you think you would start your own practice, get your doctorate
0: mm maybe um it's a lot of possibilities right now because um, Right now, looking back I'm at the start of my freshman year of college and looking back and looking to like towards right now, uh, my mindset is so different from when I was 18 compared to 22 years old. Yeah. And I feel like it's a lot of growth and I'll continue growing because I don't know where I'll be in a year. I don't know where I'll be in five years. So it's hard to say.
1: And I can guarantee you, you know, as a 28 year old to a 22 year old, your mind changes three more times. Yes. Between them,
0: yeah, and it will continue to change, uh, which is the scary part because you don't know what's going to happen.
1: Where are your friends going?
0: Um, my friends, uh, my friends uh, are all over the place. So, my friend Trey is like at U of L, um, University of Louisville Med School, right now, and he's doing Zoom classes. Um, my fr- and most of my friends are graduated um, because you know I was supposed to graduate last May. Um, I have a friend that's working in Charleston, South Carolina. I have a friend that just started law school in Florida, and um, basically they say once you you know get you have your shit figured out, you'll be okay. But um, that doesn't mean that just because like you're going to grad school or doesn't you do have a job doesn't mean that you have your shit figured out. Um, it just means that you're just, you know, stable for right now. Um, there's so many more possibilities out there.
1: Yeah, for sure. What do you think? As a, um, I mean, you're you're basically you yourself have put the burden of your, your little brother on you, especially because he's three and you know your parents are of an older age. Of course. Where do you where do you project his future or the what do you, what is if you were to like project a mm-hmm. notion. What do you think it would be like for him later on?
0: Um, you mean like opportunity wise?
1: Opportunity systems. What do you think the country's gonna look like for him?
0: I don't know. Cause I'm looking at the generation the what's the Gen Z generation right now. Yeah. And um I honestly have no idea. I hope it's a better opportunity for him and he's able to Get as much resources and help that he needs when he's older. Um, that's what I really want for him.
1: Is that your message for him? If he listened to this podcast three, four, five years from now, is that your message to him?
0: Yeah, uh, three to four years from now, he'll be
1: six or seven. So yeah, <laughs> get your shit together, Peter. <laughs> Peter,
0: have fun in first grade. Get your shit together.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, Sarah, I think this was great. We're going to have to get you on again, especially with your sister.
0: Of course. I would I would love to have my sister on here.
1: <laughs> Cuz uh, you guys uh shit talk like no other, especially when you guys are playing Sims together.
0: Um, of course. Uh we we just FaceTime each other and just play Sims together in complete silence. So Maybe
1: you guys should start your own podcast.
0: Maybe, or you can start Twitch and just stream sims 4 just
1: yeah just stream from the angles that you guys normally have your phone calls
0: for sure (laughs) (laughs) double chin and everything
1: exactly all right sarah well uh this was uh awesome do you want i'm gonna be honest i do this all the time and i forgot to ask you before we started do you want people to follow your instagram or not?
0: yeah follow my instagram
1: what is your instagram
0: my (laughs) my instagram is the art of sarah
1: Wow, are you an artist?
0: Nope.
1: So where did that come from?
0: Um, it comes from me posting cute pictures of myself, and I consider that art.
1: That is the most basic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Don't judge me.
0: <laughs> I got a UK. That's more. That's the most basic thing that I can like I can get.
1: That's true. That's true. Have you started TikTok dancing? That could be a future.
0: Um, I'm. I'm too embarrassed. I hope I don't want my future employers to see me dancing to Savage. Um It's the WAP now. It's the Oh, I'm going to change it up. The WAP. So I'm a I'm going to let that for the other TikTokers. I'm like I'm a, I'm going to let Twee have that.
1: I'm going to be honest, I deleted it.
0: I know you did you and tweeted, which is sad because I want to send funny TikToks every day.
1: But here's the thing, it's so time wasting. Like we want to progress, and yet I'm sitting here looking at TikTok all day.
0: I know honestly, my attention span literally a peanut now because I watch TikTok all the time. I can't even That's, finish a show.
1: Here we go. This is this is another thing I would love to talk about, especially because you're younger. What do you what's the um what's the content that you're you're looking at? Because as a twenty-eight year old, I'm looking at <laughs> Like philosophy-driven things, I'm looking at more uh, long-form content. So what's Lame. it like for 22?
0: Um, for 22, you see WAP dances, you do um, funny stuff, like just like stupid stuff, and I also see like um, a lot of like heartbreak, first love, FY on my for you page. So that's what I'm going through. <laughs> it's different for everybody. A little, well, yeah. I had a friend tell me like, Oh yeah, I just have like frogs on mine. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is she on?
1: That's that's interesting. I guess if I was to it at when I was your age, I think let's see, I, I don't know the exact year. It was like two thousand twelve, that would be eight years ago. So I was Dang.
0: around
1: I was around twenty and that was around Gangnam style. And I was oh, yeah. just doing random shit with that, but like I, I think it's it's so weird. I think this will be an interesting thing for you to pay attention to with how you go. Is you'll find that your taste in, and, uh, um, what medium or media you're interested in is going to completely, drastically
0: go through the roof. For sure. <laughs> when I'm 20, I'm probably looking at like, oh, cooking. You know,
1: don't cooking. even. That's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, life improvement, self-improvement books, which it's never too late to start self-improvement.
1: That's true. But if you ever start reading those, let me or Tui know, because we've read some piece of shit ones.
0: Yeah, I will for sure. Whenever I have like my quarter life crisis, I'll hit you guys up.
1: That's exactly around 25, 26. Yeah. Can confirm. (laughs) All right, Sarah. Well, this was a great convo. We'll have everyone. I'll post your Instagram on here. Uh, So thanks for being on.
0: All right. Thanks for having me, Tyler.
1: Yeah. guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends. Uh, Subscribe. Rate the podcast on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Follow the Instagram, which is at Cooler Conversations. This podcast is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This is Cooler Conversations. Later. Thank you.